What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting show of Two Cups of Coffee with Johnny Bernard. My name's Johnny Bernard. On this show, we look at two sides or two opinions of everything that we talk about. Today, I've got a very interesting show for you. I'm going to talk to you guys about some very popular songs and why you shouldn't hate them as much as you do, but also why I understand why you hate them. Now, we're going to go through five songs very, very, uh, uh, maybe not in depth, but we're just going to talk about a few things that happen in them. Um, I, I'm not going to name the songs until they come up. I can't wait to show you that. The first song on deck is one of my favorite songs of all time. It went number one. It was one of the Eagles' greatest hits. It's probably sold over 50,000 copies. It is. The one and only Hotel California. Now, this song is uh, obviously a played out song, much like all the rest of the songs that we're going to play today. And the reason why they play it out is obviously because it's so good. Um, a lot of times when I tell people, uh, why did you say that that song sucks? I don't think that they understand. No song that goes into something and is played for longer or to more people than 10,000 people sucks. Because obviously 10,000 people love it. And this song, in in, in uh, retrospect to history, has so many views. We can, we can go check this out right now. We'll go to the artist. Hotel California. 574 million views. How can this song suck? But you can go to a bar. Or you can go to a wedding. Or to a place that's playing music. And you go right into it. And somebody will say, I hate this song. So let's look at the two sides of Hotel California. Yes. Overplayed. Yes. Most cover bands brutalize this song, which may be why you don't want to play it anymore. Or listen to it anymore. Yes. Sometimes the solo at the end is a little too long to people. And yes... The Eagles, to some people, are very annoying. They're like a fake Beach Boys for older people, I guess. I don't know if that's true or not. And don't don't uh, don't write the TMZ that I just said that the Eagles are a fake Beach Boys. I really don't know if they are or not. But the reason why this song is so amazing, the other side of the story, is we're talking about a song about a hotel in California. <laughs> Everybody wants to be in California. And everybody that comes to California will start saying things about the hotel in California. And when you see the hotel, it's actually pretty cool. Um, you're talking about some legendary, legendary people in this band. You're, you're talking about uh, some of the greatest musicians of all time, from uh, Don Henley to Glenn Fry. Uh, you know, you got Joe Walsh playing guitar, and Joe Walsh's guitar is unbelievable. You got pauses. You got you got. Uh, uh, interesting dynamics in the acoustic guitar with the electric guitar later on and you you have ultimately some of the greatest lyrics ever written it won a Grammy in 1978 um, it's probably the number one song the Eagles have obviously it's got a half a billion views just on Spotify I'm not looking at everything anything else it is about a hotel in Beverly Hills it's a very very cool topic um, a lot of songs 
that people um, don't necessarily look too far into is is this song actually about something and this song is definitely about something um, man I love this song and I listen to it all the time and that's the two sides two sides very annoying other side not that annoying because it's amazing um, when these solos come in I mean you're talking Hotel California man alright so next up one of the most called out for being annoying songs, I think, in the world. Jimmy, is it in the world? Yeah, I think it's in the world, John. Yeah, in the world, Jimmy says. This is one of the most annoying songs. We're going to go to the artist. Before I say that, I'm going to preface that. Also, one half of a billion hits. And it goes something like this. Build up. Ooh. Chick singer. Oh. Little, little good, little, uh. I think she's just looking for somebody to hang out with. This also could be one of the saddest songs of all time. It's a girl very full of herself. But also, she kind of wants to get to know this other person. Now, I don't even know. i got to be honest with you. I don't know how much of that I can listen to. It's not going to be like the Eagles one. Uh, this is probably one of the most annoying songs of all time. And it's because, uh, and you, you, if you're not a musician, you might not even hear it, but they just say this chorus over and over again. And it's a technique that the Rolling Stones have used. It's a technique that Michael Jackson has used. It's a technique that Bieber uses. What you do is you grab something that's catchy. You have maybe 12 words in between each chorus, but you always go back to the chorus because the catchiness is now always there. It's it's uh, it's just a technique. Um, I don't really have many two sides to this. Uh, hey, Jimmy, you got two sides to this? Man, I got two sides to this, bro. This song stinks. Jimmy thinks this song stinks. I think this song is a great song and a bad song, and here's why. Half a billion views? Are you kidding me? So obviously they play this all the time. They've done TikToks to this. These are on Instagram videos. All the girls... Uh, at, the, at the beach, they, they make videos, they put the Carly Rae Jepsen thing to it. This girl, is, she has another song called Good Time, 191 million views. That's pretty incredible. Here's why it is a good song. Number one on the Billboard Hot 100 when it came out in 2011. And that's pretty crazy because to go number one, that means that you are the number one most listened to song in the entire country, and that's that's very hard to do. Uh, she's been on Ellen. She's won music awards. She's got to hang out with guys like Little Wayne and Cody Simpson and all these these other poppy guys. And uh, I really think that um, when you listen back to it, I think you need to look more into this girl wrote a really really great pop song, and everybody loves it because a good pop song is what. It's a song that you may or may not like, but no matter what, if it comes on, you know the words. So two sides, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Song stinks. Don't want to listen to it. But song's pretty good because it's a good pop song. Next song coming up. I got one that I used to come out to in uh, in my basketball team uh, warm-ups back in high school because that's 2013. Or not 2013. Uh, it came out in um, 
probably somewhere back in 2001. I'm going to call 98. Wow, 1998. We're going back to 1998. Hey, Jimmy, we're going back to 98. We're going back to 98, ba. Okay, we're going back to 98, and we're going to listen to this song right now. This song is... You'll know it right away. I mean, obviously, it's a song about a guy that is just curious who let his his freaking dogs out. So he wakes up one day in the Bahamas. His name is Jonathan King, by the way. Uh, he wakes up one day in the Bahamas, and his gate is open. And he lives with over 100 people. And he gets on the air horn. And unbeknownst to him, that is going to become a huge pop song. He goes... Now everybody starts running. Because one person knows he let the dogs out. But nobody wants to confess. And then he starts talking about a party. This song is a genius song on so many levels. They do the entire thing where they play the chorus over and over again. Just like thumbawamba or tum, tub thumping and and uh and uh whatever that that um uh gangnam style they just say the thing over and over again um this song oddly enough this is the world we live in only 51 million hits it topped out at number four on the charts back in uh uh billboard hot 100 sorry not number four number 40 on the charts People think it's a really annoying song. It really is. But if you're a DJ and you pop that in there for, you know, maybe the first Who Let the Dogs Out part, I tell you what, people are going to sing back Who Let the Dogs Out. I am curious if they ever came with a second song that was called The Dogs Have Been Found. But um, I'm looking out their Spotify right now and it seems like uh, it's just all Who Let the Dogs Out. Uh, they did come out with an album in 2015 called Ride With Me. Um, I'm not going to ride with anybody that doesn't keep, uh, you know, constant contact with their dogs. Uh, if there's a chance that your dog can get out, you probably should look into uh, finding a better way to keep them, you know, in their in their yard or, or in the house. Uh, so two sides to Baja, man. Who let the dogs out? One side. Very catchy. Play it when you're a DJ. Uh, people will sing it back to you. Please don't play the whole song. I want you to name one person in this world that could name the second verse first line. And I will give you a, uh, I'll give you a, uh, a card that says uh, you're a loser. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, he's a loser if he knows the second line of the second verse. Yeah, he's a loser. Oh, man. Having too much fun on this two cups of coffee. The other side is this song is obviously overplayed, overwelcomed. I know I used to come out to it in my basketball games because uh, it was funny and fun, but now it's been 20 years, and I'm sure these guys are still touring on it. Who knows? Let's go to the next song. The next two songs are very important. These songs are very, very important, and the reason for that is they are, in my mind, as a musician, some of the most covered songs in the world. Nobody covers these songs more. If you go to every concert and you ask uh, the cover band for the set list, these two songs will 100% be on there. And let's go 
with the first one, number number uh, number three on the charts back in 1969. I'm sorry, number four on the charts on the Billboard Hot 100, August 16. I've met this guy before. Super cool dude. I was working a show. And it was his show. His name is Neil Diamond. He's uh, the heartthrob of the 60s and 70s, or late 60s and 70s. Uh, he came to Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall uh, wearing a hat. And he had a newspaper under his arm. I guess he was going to read the newspaper. And I said, hey, Neil, how you doing? And he said, hey, hey, back. Hey, Jimmy, you think you believe that story? Yeah, I think I believe it, Johnny. He always tell the truth. Uh, Jimmy believes me. Here we go. So the second, or the the fourth song I'm going to play to you guys on this amazing podcast with the style of two opinions, why you have the one hate, the one love. This song is called Sweet Caroline. First off, I want to say the reasons why I don't like it. And I'm not going to offend any of my friends. I know that because I don't have too many Boston fans. But when the Boston Red Sox started playing this damn song every freaking game. And then they came out with that movie with Jimmy Fallon, who's very funny, but that movie was terrible. And then they built it even more, and now they sing it every song. They stole it from the American people. Red Sox stealing a lot of things lately. Uh, so are the Astros. But uh, this song stinks because it's the Boston Red Sox anthem. Can't, can't deal with it. It also stinks because every time it's played, everybody in the room... And I'm not even kidding, probably you too. You think you wrote it or something. And you go, oh, Zow, Zow, Zow. Jimmy, they think they wrote it? Yeah, they think they wrote it. I was promised I'm never going to do these two voices ever again on another podcast. This is just a fun podcast today because I wanted to go off the cuff and just do something really cool for you guys. Uh, the reason why Sweet Caroline is so awesome is men. It's got a singer, it's got a call and repeat. Not many songs have a call and repeat. When you say so good, so good, so good, that's a call and repeat in the music world. We use those things a lot because um, it gets the crowd involved and it's super cool for uh, video and recordings. Whenever somebody sings a song back to you, you feel super special on stage. Uh, this song is just, man. I swear to God, if the Boston Red Sox didn't take it, this wouldn't be on the show because this song is a brilliant song. Hands touching hands. It's a it's a song about love, and it's a song about uh, being sweet to somebody. And it really is just this incredible, incredible song. Um, I tell you, ever since meeting Neil Diamond for those split seconds, I've loved this guy. I don't really listen to a lot of his his songs. Let's check this out on Spotify real quick. Let's see how many views this thing has compared to the other ones. We're talking two hundred forty three million views. Obviously, people use Spotify for their weddings, for their parties, all that. So sometimes it's just on repeat. And sometimes these numbers that are on Spotify are a little inflated. And the reason for the inflation is it just plays without you actually picking it. Um, the reason why Spotify is terrible, two sides to that, is uh, these artists only get paid uh, 20 or one cent per 29 songs pay, played. So even if you have 290 million, you're not making the 290 million. You're, you're, you're still making a million, but you're not making as much as you should. And that kind of sucks. And I got a new product coming out soon that I'll, I'll, I'll say on here that's, that hopefully is going to change it. But hey, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline, one of the best songs ever? I don't know, man. Top 50, maybe? I don't know. Jimmy, top 50? I think it's number 54. 
Number 54. Jimmy says number 54. Let's go to the last song because I really want to shut this thing down the right way with the song that for some reason every damn cover band thinks that they have to end it like this. It's the end of the night. It's time to go home. We're not playing closing time. We're not playing a rock song. We don't want these people to stay. What are we going to play? You already know it. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world, right? This song... (laughs) Man, I remember days in New Jersey thinking... All right, it's time to get that out of here. I got to get that out of here. But I didn't look at it at two ways. You know, you're naive when you're younger. You don't really think about the two ways to look at things as much as you do as you get older. And the one thing that I was missing was everybody was dancing and having a good time. Uh, And everybody knew every word. It was a call and repeat. It was a great song. Got a great chorus. Great singer. Steve Perry's arguably one of the best singers of all time. Jimmy, Jimmy. What number is he? It's my number 17. I heard it from Jimmy. Jimmy's at number 17. Greatest singer of all time. He doesn't tour with the band anymore. They have a little uh, Asian guy that goes with him. Sounds just like him. I hear the show's phenomenal. If you want to go get tickets to it, I'm not going to go. But uh, I'm sure that you can find somebody else that wants to go see a fake-ass Journey. I love Journey. They got a a lot of great songs any way you want it. Uh, uh, That other one about living whatever whatever you guys know journey this song went to number two on the uk singles and number four on the billboard hot 100 it was made in 1981 by the great band journey so things that you got to love about this song are just the flow of it the way that the song is written is unbelievable there's bridges there's solo breaks there's great lyrics there's ways that it almost pauses, like right here. That was just almost a pause, and they did that purposely, and then the rock comes in, and now all of a sudden you're going to get the last drink because the lights come on, you're all drunk, stumbling out of the bar while the song's still playing. When you get home, you're like, why am I singing this damn Journey song? It's because it's the last song that stupid cover band played, who was probably good. Every cover band's good. They're trying, I promise. But uh, don't stop believing the reason why it's bad overplayed every cover band plays it let's recap this exciting 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 show because i gotta go so do you we all got a lot of things to do today 20 minutes i'm trying to stop it uh five songs call me maybe don't stop believing sweet caroline hotel california who let the dogs out the the most important thing that i think i've said and i said it in the beginning is uh open your mind to every song that's played over overplayed or every song that is around you because music really is probably one of the most amazing talents that anybody could ever have besides maybe tightrope walking I'm going to compare musicianship to tightrope walking and the reason why I'm doing that is you sit in a studio you pay all this money you, you, you rehearse over and over again. You get you get the singer calling you saying this the singing's off. Now you gotta go back to the studio. You got you got a producer guy saying that it's not good enough. We don't wanna release it. There's all these hardships in writing a song and writing music. 
And these guys go through it over and over again. And when they finally get to the level where they have fans and they're playing stadiums, they deserve the credit for these songs that are written. And that's why they are covered. And that's why they are played at every DJ gig. And that's why you do want it at your wedding. And that's why everybody does know the words. It's because music is the greatest thing in the world. I hope that you guys listen to these songs today and really dive deep into these songs. I don't know, maybe even get to the second verse of Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out. I know that if it's 50 million Spotify views for the first verse, I'm not sure that if they judged Spotify by the second verse of that song, it would be over 50 million. But I guess the moral of today's uh, Two Cups of Coffee is songs in general are so good. Don't judge as hard as you are because even a song like Happy or a Timberlake song or or Justin Timberlake that is or a band that you really don't like. These guys take time. These guys take money. These guys take everything they have. They lose relationships. They 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 screw over their girlfriends or their boyfriends. They 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 have to be in the studio till 5 6 a.m. It's a really cool job, but it's also very stressful, just like doing a podcast. I'll tell you what, this was probably my least stressful podcast because it's something I know. I know about music. If you guys want to shout me out, you can. HawaiiKarma1 at gmail.com. I will respond right away. This has been Two Cups of Coffee with Johnny Bernard. I look forward to hearing you guys, seeing you guys, and talking more for you guys in the next upcoming podcast. Aloha for now, and have a great day.